Hello. Hi, Liz. You sound so malouflious. Oh, wait. How many days has it been? Since what? Well, we know it's been more than 10 days. Mm-hmm. But what day is it of the trial? Frankly, I don't know. I stopped writing it down. 15? Uh, 15? What was the last? No, way more than 15. What it's are like we 17 on? or 18 now. You know what? I don't know. Day 17 of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. I don't think trial. that's what day it is. Day 18 of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. All right, let's get going. Day 16 of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Like I've been saying, it's day 16. Well, all right, before we start to get into why there's such chrono, chronological confusion. Chrono? Chrono. Chronos. No, that's the Norwegian way of saying it, and I prefer not to. I guess Latin, technically, but they're the same thing. My name is Brace. Hello, everyone. I'm Liz. And of course, we have with us here producer Young Chomsky, and the podcast is called True Anon. True Anon. Hello, everyone. Time Truth. The reason we do have such chronological, that's how it's pronounced, Liz, um, uncertainty here is because, frankly, days have been thrown into disarray. Yeah, the, the nights start early. The days uh, are long. That's what's confusing you? Yeah. It's okay. like dark at four. Yeah. No, I'm still able to tell what day it is when I that don't know. Um, no. It's day three of deliberations, which, by the way, I pointed that out today in the courthouse. I'm back in the house, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pointed that out to several reporters who shall name remain unnamed uh-huh. uh, several times today that it was just simply day three of deliberations. And everyone went, wait, really? Well, Liz, let me tell you something. It feels like it's day. It's the mouthfeel of these deliberations. Mm, the mouthfeel. Day 10. Yeah. Because check this out. First of all, no longer Judge Nathan to me. I'm mm. calling her Ole, O-L-E, Judge mm. Nathan. Ole with an apostrophe. As if she's done me some kind of wrong sure. at some point during the 1950s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If or you, 1850s, really. Yeah, if you listen to Lama Blues, man. If you listen to this uh, podcast, Judge Nathan... First you know, of all, I don't think this is for you. you no, know I'm just Nathan. playing. No, no, you know I'm just playing, baby. But second, she took. So let's be clear here. We haven't had a full week of trial in quite some time. In quite some time, yes. People will remember that there was like a weird three day intermission, which now I, that was it, literally right in between the prosecution resting and the defense beginning. Remember, mm-hmm. there was a three day little brief stint where Judge Allison Nathan yes. had a previously scheduled professional engagement. Yes. That was, she tried to kind of like keep on a little under the radar. Uh, and, I, you know, in my opinion, that break benefited the defense. Yeah, well, not as much as it should have, because as Judge Nathan reminded them, they had some time to get some witnesses together that they did not get together. Right, but in the mind of the jury, because we had just heard from Annie, and then you have a whole break, it's not fresh in your mind anymore. Exactly. And so it was like, these brand new, simple-minded babies, Mm -hmm. the jurors, 
out in the courtroom just for like listening to someone rip apart basically the girl's testimony without having that fresh right in their brains. Yes. Uh, and that while the actual reasons were never named in court, we did find out today mm, from a yes. uh, shout out to Matt at inner city press. Yes. Who is fantastic follow during this and oh, all yeah. trials really. Yeah. I wanted a, to fix the collar of his jacket so badly, but I thought it would be inappropriate. Well, no, the man is a first it was of tucked all. tucked in and I just, you know, my mother hen instinct was to untuck the, you know, you want to fix the This collar. has been prevented from touching men's necks <laughs> for the duration of the trial by orders of old judge Nathan. Oh my God. Um, but he actually, sleuth that he is, discovered mm. that she was in D.C. because Yes. As we've covered on this podcast, she is up for a nomination to the Second Circuit. Yes. And so uh, that obviously, you know, coincided. However, also the uh, pagan holiday of Christmas mm. came last weekend. Yes. Galen's birthday. They, they took a break for Galen's birthday. Uh-huh. And By the way, happy birthday, Galen. Uh-huh. Just kidding. You look for 60, I got to say. You don't even need a drink, Chrome, honey. Yeah. You look You look wonderful. like a young 90. Yes. And there's going to be Thursday and Friday off this week, although... We'll see. We'll see about that. We'll get to that. Okay, so this is actually, as we have intimated, we've gestured on this very podcast, this is my first day of actual being in the courthouse for the deliberations. I gotta say, n- not a lot going on. No. You kind of got to search for the story during things yeah. like this. And search we did. Did. What do we do today? Well, you don't remember? I don't really remember. We went to, well... Oh, we did. We took a long lunch. We took a long lunch. That was nice. We went you to know, World Trade Center. You know, a lunch is, I think, very... You know, it's an important thing. I felt very <laughs> European. I, you know what? I want you to pause on that. <laughs> yes. We can... Let's... We can visit him later. Although, okay. we did have... Okay, I'll indulge the gourmand for one yes. moment. Because I wanted to bring this up. People of the podcast listening... Grace and I were discussing our friend the gourmand, Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. He is neither a gourmand nor a foodie. Mm-hmm. Think about it. He, however, the resolution of the dialectic. He made me a noodle once <laughs> in Yonkers. He's like a foodie gourmand or a gourmand foodie. He's, a, he's Sigma. He's completely, this is why they had him killed. He was delicious yes. to eat. They fed me him afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> he did die in France, after all. My ancient home. Um, so today, Liz and I did take a long lunch. We went to World Trade Center. Oh, uh, yeah. We got some lunch. Freaky. Not at World Trade Center. Yeah, very freaky. The Tried Oculus. to go to the Apple store, and they were like, hey, it's going to take 45 minutes to get in mm-hmm. because it's COVID. And Liz just wanted some, not even AirPods. Liz just wanted headphones. wired headphones. Although I'll say the CVS one's been working for me. Uh, and then we got we a lunch, and then we went to a prank store, um, which, oh, yeah. and well, I, well, which we forgot the name, and it was so cute. It was like Balloon, Crazy Balloon. Balloon Bazaar? Balloon Bazaar or something like that. Something. Uh, listeners, it's on West Broadway. Someone find it. They will easily, I'm yeah. sure. Um, and then- Yeah, they had a lot of Funko Pops. Having purchased, including Funko Pops from Pretty Woman- and Prince William. Yeah. Which I don't know if he needs one, but uh, we took an unpublished soy face picture of me mm-hmm. doing that. But I can't yeah, but but we you rare know the brace, rule, a rare soy brace. You know the rule well, it was on purpose soy, but the rule about ironic nah, soy faces is ladies yeah. and gentlemen, listen to this. If you make an ironic soy face and put it on the internet, it will be republished oh, as yeah. a non ironic soy face. Famously Matt Christman's feet. 
Christman? Why did I call him Christman? Good lord, lady. <laughs> Good lord, indeed. Um, but uh, yes, exactly. Um, I've discussed this with him. It, it, Merry it, Christmas. I did purchase novelty uh, tiny penis condoms at this prank store. Well, yeah, novelty quotation marks. Yeah. Jury's still out on that. Mm-hmm. Uh now, the scene was us going back into the courthouse. Quite hilarious, because it turns out, my dear listeners, the joke was on Brace. I had purchased them as a prank on another, mm. and the prank was turned on me because I had forgotten one of my many jewels in the jacket pocket. This is yeah. a sacrificial jewel that I was bringing back through security. You also just had the dollars like flying out of your pocket. Yeah, you know me, baby. Oh I just God. shoved the change in my pants. That's why. It wasn't flying out of my pocket. It was I'm in my pocket until case. I went through security. That's even worse. I know. It'll just be a briefcase so full of funny. crumpled $1 bills and, and papers. Anyways, and whoopee cushions. I had the small dick condoms in my jacket pocket, and uh, I had to take the jewel out, and uh, that means I had to take the condoms out, and the marshals... They had a good laugh. Yeah, I had to do, I had to do a classic Austin Powers, it's not mine, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, in my shame and haste to exit uh, Oh, yeah, the, you the tried scene, to scurry away. I tried to scurry away like a little rat, and I had left the... Um, the tiny condoms. The tiny condoms uh, at Our the security friend, desk. The good marshal. He yeah. came. Hey, hey, sir. Hey, sir. Kind of trying. He didn't to- know. Liz is doing a. Liz is doing an over the hand trying to hold me motion. Yeah, no, he did it. Really. He did it very surreptitiously to near be, to the knee. Yeah, which by the way, me. bigger indictment. Yeah, he also let me hold his gun, and I he didn't did not use it think on it you. was a joke and wanted to be, you know, that's the kind careful. of man I am. Um, so. The court. The court. Today. Where we were today. Now, this jury... Look, it's only been three days. This yeah. is what I keep saying. Uh, it's only been three days. Weinstein took five days. Yes. Good to remember. Now, this case, and as we've said many times on the show, is very complicated. The charges are complicated. The charges and the victims that they correspond to, and also the victims that they don't correspond to and cannot be included, is very confusing. Yes. There's... Literally 82 pages, 86 pages of instructions. Yes. Over 80 pages. So this is not an easy... I, I, I think that, you know, look, the jury is being quite diligent, which is good. They're crossing their T's, they're dotting their I's. Yeah. But, man, they are taking their time. Perhaps they are bewitched by the lone naked breast of justice Mm. or her mysterious blindfolded eyes but yes they're taking a little while and they passed some notes today that that gave an indication that they are taking this quite seriously yeah the first note was literally can we have some highlighters and post-its and a whiteboard the the first note i gotta say maybe be like that's that's when we're like we can take lunch now yeah yeah because you're not asking for a whiteboard the first note let me let me read well it was unclear if they were asking for a whiteboard i think they were asking for like a white uh, I, want, I think they wanted like a no like dry erase. I don't think they want a dry erase. I think they wanted just a white. They always want a dry thing. erase. I don't think they do, but this is. Well, I still think they should get some red string and kind of you know put together a conspiracy board. So they asked for yeah colored post its highlighters, which I was shocked they don't have. A I don't think they have anything in there. Board that's white, whether that's a white board or simply a white board, we don't know. Uh, the definition of enticement. Mm. Um, and uh, Matt's testimony, that would be Jane's boyfriend, who is also uh, under a pseudonym, so not his real name. So the definition that they settled on for enticement was entice, attract, enticement, which is attract, induce, or lure 
using hope or desire. Mm. Now, that's like way, I, I think that's pretty broad, I gotta say. Hope and desire, that's all over this case. I gotta say, if enticing an adult woman was a crime, then <laughs> send me up to fucking Angola, baby, because I did it. Yeah. Well, now we have it on record, so yeah. we'll keep that. But however, away. this is enticement of a minor. Okay. Um, and this is this is i mean pretty this is pretty good for the prosecution that the, this is the definition sent down to them, which is i i think it is good for the prosecution that that's the definition that they sent down i think it's a bad sign for the prosecution that they're asking for a definition yes uh yeah i'd agree i'd agree with that yeah. um i don't think anything that happened today are good signals to the prosecution no well uh, to me to me the colored post-its is i can imagine because ladies and gentlemen these charges are complicated like we're not exaggerating. It's not just me and Liz being dum dums here. You'd be surprised. Yeah. A lot of people are like, which one is? Which? I guarantee you ask almost anybody at that courthouse to name off the top of their head what the charges are and who they correspond to mm. and what exactly number counts they are. They'd struggle for a little bit. But uh, I can imagine that mm. because of having to separate all these charges and these counts for these different women, and yeah. who's disqualified from what and who corresponds to what, mm. the color post-its would come in handy. Or. Perhaps it's a girl boss type lady who prefers to color code things like her bookshelf at home and wants to have like a nice pretty rainbow of notes on the whiteboard. Color coding a bookshelf is like a girl boss thing? That was like a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that like peak girl boss was that color coding the bookshelf was very on trend. All right. No, we have male authors on top and then at the bottom, your female authors. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. I've never read a book by a woman. That was a big thing. The guys are like, I need to read more books by women. What's wrong with you? Women write a million. Every First book's all, written by women. you mean you haven't now. read any books by women? Yes, you I, have. I have. Of yeah. course I have. But you just said no. you did it. Yeah, well, I was lying. Well, when you say it on a My podcast, new character, no the tell. trickster. All right. So um, the uh, there was also a little dust up <clears throat> over Ghislaine's wearing of an N95 mask. Because now that Omicron has taken the city by storm. Mm. Billions dead. All businesses closed. And uh, Eric Adams is bestriding the s- streets, uh, sitting across. Bestriding? Bestriding. Well, he's not actually bestriding. He's sitting like a baby on his father's shoulders on a Terminator. Mm. Um, That's actually the Wall Street bull that mm-hmm. they've turned into a Terminator. Yes, enforcing quarantine. Mm. Or if I call it crime-in-teen. Um yeah, now we got to wear M95. And it's, it's way harder to jewel surreptitiously. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty, they're big sticklers about it. I got to say, not a lot of marshals in the courthouse. Not a lot of marshals in the courthouse. Wonder a lot of marshals at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe the little... <laughs> but uh, yeah, none of the jurors sick, but they were saying, the Bobby, Bobby Sternheim stood up for her girl, Ghislaine, and said, listen, they're letting, they're giving Ghislaine an N95 mask in, in the courtroom, but when we leave, they give her a different mask, which is... That's really weird. Funny. Yeah. What are they doing with that mask? I don't know. She was also wearing camel today. Yes, camel, which someone mistakenly said was mauve, yes. which is a completely different color. I can't believe you made that mistake. Oh, my God. Um, but uh, they also asked for the police officer who did the search of Epstein's home. Yeah, they're just getting everyone's testimony. I know. I'm, I, I, that, that to me I'm isn't that weird. About. Although he, I don't know what they're cross-referencing. The police officer who, I mean, this was so fucking boring, too, when he was up there. Because he was spent, as listeners might recall, he spent almost his entire testimony saying, now, if you were to take 
a left turn due north towards the pool house, you would find on your right a, I mean, it was just like mind numbing. He's describing the layout step by step yes. of the Palm Beach mansion. What this tells me, in addition uh-huh. to perhaps some of the other notes, is that they don't, and by they, I mean at least one yeah. juror does not believe Jane's testimony. See, or finds conflicting, maybe has some quibbles or some questions about the consistency of Jane's testimony. I'm not, I mean, I definitely think there's a lot to Jane's testimony. I think, mm. uh, you know, it's kind of all over the place, but, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're like, I don't believe her, but asking for this guy's testimony, that was like, well, it means that they're trying to cross check things yes. that she said to what he said, which, which means is they not going to think- work out for Jane. No. Um, because she made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. I don't think yeah. any of that. No, no, I, no. Yeah. I don't mean to, I'm not yeah, casting yeah, yeah. aspersions here, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't know if she made really any mistakes talking about the layout of his house. Just probably some inconsistencies or something. I don't know. That's the only thing we could, I could think of and that other people could kind of think of what would make sense. Yeah. That they would be trying to cross reference. Yes. Now, <laughs> was there another one before the final question? Yes, there was. And let me just flip my new little notebook. Yeah, you here. got a little reporter's pad there. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh my God, this is, looks like a psychopath wrote this. My God, there's all sorts of arrows and dots and stuff. Okay. So this one was a little confusing. Um, Not actually that confusing, but people made it uh, much more confusing by people. I mean, both the defense and the prosecution under count four. Oh, well, they also asked for David Rogers testimony, the pilot, the second pilot. So again, Um, that's questioning some stuff with jane yes uh, yeah 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 um under with note four was under count four if galane maxwell aided in the return flight from new mexico this is obviously referring to jane mm-hmm. um can she be found guilty okay so let's break this down now what it seemed to me very clear I got to say what the jury was asking, yeah. but there was a big quibble between the prosecution and the defense and the judge yes. about what they were specifically asking. What it seems like they're asking is under count two, correct? Mm-hmm. If there's only proof that Gillane aided in the, or count four? Yeah. Sorry. Only aided in the flight out of New Mexico rather than the flight to New Mexico, can that be considered aiding and abetting uh, trafficking a minor? Yeah. And so, uh, yes. That seems to be the substance of the question, which the defense was arguing. Then the defense says, if that is the question, we say no, which is now a legal opinion, as opposed to just trying to parse what the question was. I have to say, I agree with them, except for the legal judgment, no. Personally, I do think that it would count. I, I, I do, too. I, I, frankly, I was a little confused by the confusion about this because, I mean, the manager got in there and talked about the commas within the notes. Oh, yeah. She was being very almost God, impossible legally to follow. Blonde up and in that the house. Was, that was, yeah. Dear God. Was it was difficult. so law student. Every, Even Laura, Alice and Nathan started chuckling. Laura Manager, if you're listening to this, everybody hates you. I hate you. 
Liz, I assume, hates you. I don't hate anyone. Okay, you're out of your fucking mind, baby doll. Everybody, well, now I hate you. Every well, okay, transfer that on. To, well, you've just proven yourself a hypocrite. Mm. Uh, just kidding. I everybody you. you come into contact with in your life hates you because you're annoying. Mm. I want you to take that into consideration. You're 75 years old at this point. You'll never get better. Just there's something broken. In yeah, the dye job is bad too. It's very cheap. Um, I actually think it's really It's a real good. Denver blonde. You know what I'm saying? But uh, there, was a, there was a long back and forth over this and basically came back to read the instructions again. Yeah. They, she, uh, Nathan basically sided with the prosecution. Everyone was sort of like, it was so annoying. Everyone was kind of being obtuse for their own reasons. Yeah. Including the prosecution, who's like, we can't really tell what they mean, or we can't glean intent, so we just say, look back at the charges, because you don't want to actually address the question. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing was was pretty annoying. I gotta say, Alice and Nathan's attitude during this whole day, and particularly towards the end of the day, when it became abundantly clear that the jury had no intention of delivering a verdict mm-hmm. today... And what feels like tomorrow, although we'll get to that in a second. A little testy. She is clearly done with this. Yeah, she wants this thing wrapped up in a bow real quick. She, uh, at the end of the day, strongly encouraged. And you know what? I gotta say, side with the defense on this again. Okay, yeah, so explain what happened. Well, I wasn't inside of the defense before, but siding with the defense here is... At the end of the day, uh, she basically says she wants to offer the jury the option to go until six. Yeah, because right now they go until five. However, that was the thinnest of veneers. Yeah, I don't think it was one of those things where, you know, when you were like a kid yeah. and your parent would be like, no, I'm just suggesting in kind of like a passive aggressive way or yeah. maybe like a kind of a, you know, girlfriend's like. Maybe you could do it. It was, yeah. I'm more, this the, is the not latter example is hitting closer to home. But yes, yeah. uh, my parents were never made suggestions to me. They let me run run free in the house and do it. I was the man of the house from age three. All right. Well, um, but the, yeah, yes. this was not a suggestion. No, she Alice was. Alice Nathan strongly suggested yes. they stay until six. Now. As a way to speed up deliberations. Is it possible Riddle me this, mm. and this is this is what this is what Matthew, uh, Inner City Press got got the old uh, got the old brain thinking over mm. here. It's like, no, she is she took three days off of this trial. She's yes. the only one who's taken time off of this trial. Yeah. All the other times were basically like that was a court kind of thing. Like yeah. you have to get some of those days off. Um, the holidays, the holidays, including this Thursday and Friday. Although, which yeah, Thursday. We're, no, that's yeah. yeah. If if they're still deliberating, we're deliberating through Thursday. <laughs> But yeah, Judge Allison Nathan, so the jury's actually allowed, I think, to deliberate basically as long as they want every day. Yeah. And they had returned a note saying, we want to end at five today. Which, absolutely. One and, you know, you know what? what? Tip of my hat, jury. Support you. Yeah, thank You're you right. very much. We also jinx. So you can't talk for the rest of the episode. No. Uh, the, she is strongly, strongly, strongly suggesting that they uh, meet until mm. 6 p.m. from now on. Yeah, the defense really was upset with this language. Yes, and and Judge Nathan tried to say, like, oh, no, it's the exact same language I used other times in this trial. First of all, you only used it one time in this trial, and the to- when you used it, you were saying that they could come in on a Thursday. Yeah, you know, Your Honor, objection. Yeah, 
And you know what? I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it because I object heavily to that. So there's sirens going off right now oh because the entire police the force. The U.S. Marshals are here to arrest us. It's the Shamrim here <laughs> to, to bust me out. Uh, no. It, 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 Sounds of the city. Okay, so we are technically only have two more days this week of trial. Well, that's the whole thing. So they, they're supposed to take Thursday and Friday off. But last week, basically, Alice and Nathan was like, by the way, if you want to come in on Thursday to deliberate, you can, but no pressure. And the jury was like, fuck no. That's yeah. when we were like, all right, this thing's going for a while. She's going to do the same thing, except I, I feel like it's going to be, quote, using the same language but it's not going to be using the, the same tone language. of voice in which she delivered this these mm. things uh which is not entered into the record not entered into the record heavy that is our job we are now entering it into the record heavy enunciation on uh let's say certain parts of the notes say, she'd like to stress a little bit of a stare down so ladies and gentlemen if you are like damn where's the fucking podcast i want to hear how you guys spent eight hours in a courtroom to watch four notes be delivered yeah uh why is it one hour late okay old judge nathan here's my thing oh great before we wrap up because we've got to wrap up Mm -hmm. i'm gonna use my teeny condoms uh oh my god uh coming into today i was like this thing's going to wednesday when i heard the whiteboard note i Mm -hmm. said this is going to wednesday or is this going into the new year which look Nobody wants that. Now that Judge Nathan has kind of like little, give her a little scoot note, little push, uh-huh. little nudge. Now I'm feeling like it could wrap up tomorrow. Unless, now Brace, if you were a jury man, uh-huh. and I'm not saying you're a jury man, mm-hmm. but mind of a juror. I've been called judge, jury, and executioner in my time. Do you respond with, do you feel encouraged or... Do you retaliate? So listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a juror, as Liz said. No. But I am putting myself into the mind of a juror. Mm. A, New, a New York native. <laughs> I've been here since uh, whenever the first part of Goodfellas takes place, mm. when he's like a kid. I'm a first responder. I'm a f- and, I'm, and I work <laughs> at 9-11. <laughs> Both in the office and I helped, uh, I was a firefighter. Yeah, set up it. the bombs. Mm-hmm. And I did Building 7, correct. And I'm thinking, why you got this Spigatoni telling me this fucking, <laughs> you got this, you got this cream puff telling me? Oh, that's maybe, I'm not trying to be homophobic there after, you know, my recent cancellation. I was calling her a cream puff due to her. Okay, I'm trying to get myself out of this. Not because of her sexuality here. Uh, she's telling me I can't go home and kiss my horrible wife and mentally unwell children on the mouth with my tongue? I can't do that. I got to wait another hour for that when they're cold and freezing to their bones? This is ridiculous. Well, I got to go I gotta go to the Times Square. Timmy Square. I got to go there. <laughs> get myself a slice of Sabaro. I gotta, I gotta, I have to, I have to go to where there's all the Chinese people and barter for a fish. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, one, one yen for this fish? You, you want three all yen? Right, what am I like, made out of? We just took a trip around the world. What am I made out of dragons? I got okay, yen okay, coming okay. out of me? Like so, the, th- but this is what I'm saying. 
I don't know if you say if you feel encouraged to finish or if you if you're like, fuck you, mom, you're not the boss of me. I'm jury. We leave at five. This thing is going to January. I mean, I'm what are these kids doing? They should have been living with their mothers oh until God. they're 40. OK, OK, OK. Uh, yeah, I, I hope if this goes until January, then uh, let me just say Bud Dwyer is getting a sequel and it's Star Brace. <laughs> And on that note, I'm Liz. My name is Brace. The gun is cocked and loaded and in one off, produced by Young Chomsky. This has been Tronon, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Yeah.